Oh, cute central. Cute central. So, whose kittens are these? Oh, well, the story is that uh, this cat showed up. A stray cat showed up on our porch, and we took it in because it, it just it acted like it owned the place the minute it showed up. And uh, so we took it in, and we fed it and stuff, and it was a real nice cat. And then we started noticing that it was growing, so it's pregnant. And uh, it had, and then uh, it had kittens in the next room here, about six weeks ago. And it had four. It was pretty gross. So can we give one away on a contest? Yeah, just box it up. Uh, will, will FedEx let me do that or UPS or? I don't know. <laughs> you must it. be able to ship kittens. Their policy is you have to double box it to make sure it's safe. But yeah, the, when they came out, they were all slimy. And uh, I don't know. Everything was kind of gross and the mom looked all tired. It was just weird. I don't like childbirth. I never, remind me never to do that. There's nothing worse ever. than a slimy kitten. It's gross. They were all, they looked like little rats when they first came out. Like little slimy... Like... It's just gross. I, I didn't want to. I didn't like. I, I like my nieces and my mom and stuff were watching it all happen. Like my mom's real into it. She wanted to get in there and practically help. You know, put her hand in there and pull it out. Mm. But uh, <laughs> she's like real into that whole thing. But I don't want to watch it. It's ew, gross. Yeah. I kind of know what happens. I don't need to see it to know what happens. I I get it already. It's enough. But yeah, after you know, after about a, ten days, they they open their eyes and then they start looking cute. At some point, their ears changed from those little weird floppy ears to big pointy cat ears. Mm-hmm. Can't can't pinpoint when that happened. It's like the missing link, Beef. Well, they do not sure big how ears. Yeah, now they do. At what one day they had these little floppy baby kitten ears, and now they have big pointy cat man ears. Hmm. I don't know when this transition happened, but yeah. And they're pooping and making messes. So pretty sure they peed in that room. Kind of stinks. The orange one is that one's name's Creamsicle. We're thinking either uh, Todd or Fuzzman. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like Creamsicle. <laughs> no, I, we don't name cats with stupid names like that. Come on, Beef. We're adults. See, you call it Creamsicle, and then its nickname becomes Creamy. So you say, you know, I got to tell you, when we were kids, we, we, we went through all kinds of ridiculous, retarded names for, uh, for cats because we just had so many cats growing up that we ran out of good names. There, were, there was this one litter where there was like an obvious runt. Like, a, one kitten was way smaller than the others, and the name that stuck was Runter. That's Runter. what we called it, Runter, yeah. And, we, you know, we had the usual blacky, whitey for a black cat and a white cat, and eventually we had an Oranger. Oranger. I'm not sure how I feel about that. More <laughs> orange than you get lazy with it when you have, like, ten cats. <laughs> no, it's like orange, you know, like Oranger, you know? Like a trucker, a truck, you know? I don't know. I don't know. What can I say? Yeah, there's a guy in the, I think, the cults. His last name is Anger-er. <laughs> but yeah, B, we got a good situation going here because uh, the kittens are in the room across the hall. We barricaded the hallway midway through so that they can access two bedrooms and half the hallway. Mm-hmm. And I can, uh, so they're, they're pretty active now. And they mostly go in the litter box. Mostly. <laughs> they mostly go in the litter box. Mostly. So did you watch yeah. Aliens recently or something? <laughs> uh, a while ago. But, um, but yeah, we're, we have to get rid of them soon because they're starting to become a kind of a hassle. I think, that, I think we might – I think we – no, I think we were going to keep one because – but we, we don't really know which one. And You know, it's like one of those things where we kind of like – we kind of attach to all of them, but it's just not practical to keep all four. Mm-hmm. So – How are you going to pick one? Sure, it pl- 
What? That's the problem. I, I'm, I'm explaining to you my crisis here. We, we sort of like all of them in their own way, and there's four, and, and it's not practical to keep all four. We can't be crazy cat people. Okay, how about instead of giving one of the kittens away in a contest, we let the audience pick which one you keep? That's pretty good. Uh, that's that would be good, except for the fact that it's not up to me really. It's like a whole group decision, I guess. Everyone has everyone has an opinion. I'll probably not really be very involved in that decision making process. If it was up to me, I'd say keep the black one because she's a little sweet, sweetie. She's all into being held and cuddly and stuff, and the other ones are more into playing and climbing and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking at the picture, like- and that second one from the top, I think he thinks he's too cute to do his chores. He's definitely too cute to do his chores. It cuts into his pouncing and climbing time. I don't like his attitude. That's what he's more into. <laughs> he's probably the most interesting um, in, in terms of the, the pattern of the fur. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, maybe keep that one. I don't know. I think you should keep the one on the bottom just, right and name it Beave. The bottom right one is a runt. It's, like, kind of bony, and it's, like, real small, and there's nothing we can do about it. Like It's not like we deny them food. We're hoping it gets bigger. Runty. But it's like it's like it's like you know it's like thirty or forty percent smaller than the other ones. And it's I mean, kind of bony. Well, if not beef, you could call it runter too. <laughs> uh, and it used to like throw up and stuff. I don't know if it does that anymore. But yeah, it's not. Probably would be wise to get rid of that one. It's probably going to have medical issues. I guess now is as good a time as any to announce that we've changed format, and now we just talk about kittens instead of video That's games. Right. You know, Catch was it the last episode when we went over all of our old beat-off memories, Beave? Was that the, the previous, the last Yeah, I think episode? that's I the, the episode where you and Beave did that. Well, the, uh, That was the last is, one? This is the pendulum swinging the other way from that. Actually, the opposite of that, because I I made all new memories during the, the TZ downtime, Beave, and I just wanted to talk to you about them. Well, is that what you, that's mainly what you did on your TZ vacation? <laughs> Make new beat-off memories, yeah. No, I watched three. I watched three movies that I beat off to. No, I'm kidding. I did watch. I watched some movies though during the recently. I watched Pulse with Kristen Bell, and that's easy to beat off to because she's so incredible. Wait, what? I don't even know what that is. It's kind of a horror movie where cell phones take like cell phones and any electronic device, computers, and everything like channel evil forces. It's like kind of bad and stupid, but it's also good. And and Kristen Bell is awesome in it, so yeah, I don't fan. know what to tell you. But what's what's more importantly though, getting serious here, I watched Splice, and that was the, that was one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my life. That's in my queue. If if I'm going to tell you why it's great, I'd have to spoil some of it. Feel free. I'd rather you but, not spoil it. No, just move away from the. Uh, just get away from your PC. Maybe I can tell RJ then. Yeah. I don't okay, care. I'm going to take my headphones off, you have, and then someone say something in the chat when it's clear. Okay, that's right. fair. Okay, RJ. In Splice, it's this movie about these two no, don't like, tell me, scientists. Don't tell me, don't tell me. <laughs> it's like a man and wife, and they're making, they're like scientists, man and wife. And they have like a grant to do this research on genes and stuff. And they, they, decide, they end up deciding to try to make a kind of a, a hybrid human and animals and stuff. And they end up making this this organism that's like part human and part... Uh, fish and part bird and all, all kinds of different shit. Yeah, and yeah, and the, when it comes, when it first comes out of that artificial egg sac thing, it's like this little, like it looks kind of like a chicken with no arms and it's just kind of like a little bag of meat and it's running around on the floor. But like eventually it starts turning into like this sort of human looking kid. And it's like, it's like they explain how it's accelerating aging. It's like, like it's, 
in a matter of days, it's like evolving and changing. So like the next, in its next stage after that, it kind of becomes like a cute little kid kind of, but with like a tail and, and, um, and like those strange centaur legs or whatever, you know, the reverse jointed legs. And, but it, you know, and it has no hair on its head either. And then, but what's best about the movie and the reason it's so awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, it's fun because it's like, it's kind of like the fly, that type of thing. It's kind of like a monster movie where some, and, and I just love that. But what's awesome is when it gets, when it, when it reaches sort of maturity, it becomes like hot, becomes like a hot woman who's bald and with a tail and like the guy fucks it. Why would he do that? Well, it's not like right away, but like, it's, it's like they're taking care of it and they're treating it like, and you know, the, the, the wife is becoming attached to it and everything, but like eventually once it reaches sexual maturity, I guess it starts acting a little different. And you know, it, it keeps trying to get this cat and the, and, cause it likes the cat and the mom would, you know, the wife wouldn't let her have it and so on. And then finally she lets her have the cat. And then like, I guess in a, in some form of acting out, she kills the cat right in front of her. And then like the, the, the wife starts to freak out and decide that she's more animal than person or whatever. And then she ties her down. And she cuts off her stinger. Her tail has like the stinger thing on it. And she takes all her clothes off. Cause like, she's trying to dehumanize her, I guess. Cause she's trying to treat her more like a scientific subject now. Cause she's mad at it. And, uh, and it's really hot because she strips its clothes off and it's got like breasts and stuff. It's a monster. Yeah, it's it, no, it looks like a person. It's a, it's like a hot woman who has like you know mon like you know a tail and stuff, like nice boobs and everything. And then the, the 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 husband comes in and finds her, and he's like going, "Oh, what does he do to you?" And he's like comforting her and stuff. And then it, and then he fucks it. That doesn't make any sense. Fucks her. That doesn't make any sense. Well, it makes sense when you watch it, kind of, because you're like, whoa. The thing's kind of, you know, it's kind of been like sort of coming on to him for a while now, but like just kind of subtly, but then it becomes more obvious. There's a whole scene of that though. It, it sort of seduces him. Yeah. It's, it, it's not like a creature at this point. At this point, it looks like a human who's kind of a hot woman whose eyes are a little bit further apart and it's bald and has like a tail and stuff, but it mostly looks kind of human. It's obviously played by an actress who's hot. So yeah. And he uh, fucks it. And it's the most it's the most awesome thing in is the it world. Just, because is it just they, kind of implied, they, or do they actually? No, it shows it that you, you see you see it everything. Uh, Penis. It, it's uh, it's that guy from the piano. I don't know. What's his name? I've never seen the piano. The guy with the big nose. I don't know. He was in King Kong. He was in the piano. He was in Thin Red Line. B. What's his name? He was gone. Oh yeah, the guy with the big nose from the piano. He he's the husband, and he fucks it. And there's a whole scene. It was really hot, man. That's great. The, 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 the reason the movie's so great is because they grew they they grew this little bag of meat in a lab, and then it tur and then they ended up fucking it. And I just, there's nothing better than that. All right, let's wait. What happens at the end? Uh, at the end, you want me to spoil it? <laughs> it ends up turning. It's already explained how how their genetic things that they make genetically sometimes change genders for some reason. It ends up turning into a man, which I didn't like. Like at the very end, and then they have to kill it because it's going around killing people. It like gets superpowers and it flies around and stuff. <laughs> All right, come on back, Beave. But yeah, recommend Splice. If only to see this guy fuck this thing. <laughs> Beave could have been back. <laughs> Beave, are you back? I Beave. think Beave left. <clears throat> So, I also watched... What was the cell phone movie about? There's nothing good in that. It's called Pulse. It's um, 
there's nothing real good because it's PG-13. Splices are, so you can have, like, boobies and fucking and stuff. So Pulse is pretty tame because it's only PG-13. But I liked it because I don't I, – I kind of like those silly horror movies where, you know, even though the premise is kind of silly, if you just accept it and stop trying to think about it, it's kind of entertaining. Plus, I, I sort of like anything that Kristen Bell is in because I just love her. She's like – I'm, like, in love with Kristen Bell. So is Dax Shepard. He's not in it. Yeah, but he's in love with her. I don't know about that. I think he's just using her. Right, Beef? Can't blame him. But yeah. That's the kind of... That's marriage material because she doesn't age. Right, Beef? Mm-hmm. I, 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 like, whipped out those old Veronica Mars episodes from, you know, five years ago or whenever it was on Netflix streaming. And she's and she really has barely aged, but she, wow, she hot. God damn. You know... I just don't. I hate it. Hate everything. Fuck everyone. Beef. Mm-hmm. I also watched uh, the Karate Kid. Why? Because when I was a kid, I watched the Karate Kid, and I always liked it. So I wanted to watch the new one. You got a problem with that? Kinda. I have a problem with the new Karate Kid. Sure. Did you watch the new the, the new Karate Kid movie? I've never watched. Uh, it. I don't mean the next Karate Kid with Hillary Swank. I, I mean would the one sooner watch that. With... Well, that was horrible. I've I've watched everything. That one was horrible. I watched the Will Smith Karate Kid. Well, with Jaden Smith or whatever. Will Smith Pretty good. too. Be- much better than I thought. I turned it off after the uh, the Asian kids beat him up. And I just assumed <laughs> that they're the Karate Kids. <laughs> How it's supposed Movie. to be. The end. <laughs> no, you know, for one thing, the kid undeniably has the ability to act it's not like it's not like some movie where there's some celebrity dad stuck his kid in a movie like you know george lucas sticking his fat kids in his stupid movie this guy can act so he's got a screen presence it works what can i tell you and it's got some good martial arts action it's got some and you know one of the things i like about some movies beef i like it when a movie sort of makes the location the locale uh, almost as if it's a character in the movie as well like like it really like when a movie sort of really romanticizes a specific location, like um, uh, Gone Baby Gone's like that with Boston or whatever or wherever that was, and uh, and the karate <laughs> yeah, what that, that really resonated with you. It did, and uh, Karate Kid. Also, the, the Departed was like that with Boston. Also, and, and the Karate, the karate Kid was Kids also like that with Boston or whatever. The Karate Kid's like that with China. It's where like it's where like you can tell the director or someone central to the movie. Usually, the director has a has a real like hard on for a certain location, and so like the the location almost becomes a character in the movie, and they really just make it seem like a great place because like the camera takes time to look around, and the camera seems interested in what's going on around the people, not just the people. So it made China seem really great. I don't know if China's actually that great, but it made China seem great. Plus, there's a lot of Asian women there, right, Beef? Mm-hmm. China, Asian women. Are there a lot of them there? Wait, why would you ask Beef that? I don't know. <laughs> Is there something about beef and Asian women? I don't know. I don't know, but the thing about this karate kid, right? Th- th- these kids are like little. Waist, like smaller than Ralph Macchio. They're like younger and smaller. I don't like that. And they're like beat. I don't like it being yeah, little kids. I don't know what to think about it, but they're beating the shit out of each other with like all kinds of super, super karate man moves. And they're like little tiny kids. And I'm just thinking, okay, they're highly trained, clearly, and they're very athletic, but they're so small. I know I could beat, beat, beat one of them up, no matter how skilled he is, because I'm like three times their size. But like, how many of them could I actually take out? Like, how many 
of those little karate men would it take to take me on? To overwhelm. I, I'm relatively unskilled, but I'm pretty strong. I'm pretty big and tall. So I'm like... I think it would be however many it takes to like outweigh you. <laughs> is that is that how it works? Because mi- the Mr. Miyagi... Mr. The new Mr. Miyagi is Jackie Chan. And he takes on like... All of them that were chasing him in that one scene. I think like five or six. And he does it pretty easily. But like I'm twice as big as Jackie Chan. Wait, why does Jackie Chan least. beat up little kids? Well, he doesn't exactly beat them up. For one thing, well, a couple, a few of them are little, are kind of like older teenagers, and, and a few of them are little kids. But he doesn't exactly beat them up. He sort of like makes them punt each other, I guess. Like he keeps like knocking them into each other and stuff. He doesn't directly hit it's them all very slapstick much. Slapstick is what you're saying. No, it wasn't really slapstick. It was a pretty good scene. You know, it's kung fu, right, Beef? Wait, it's kung fu. Is his name Mr. Miyagi in the movie? No, his name's Mr. Sato oh, or something. Oh. I don't know. Fuck. Mr. Han. I don't is, know what it is. Is there any waxing on and or off? There's no waxing on or waxing off. When, uh, but there is like take jacket off, put jacket on, which is like their own version of that. Is there it, catching it actually flies worked. in chopsticks? Uh, he, there's, a, there's like a short throwaway scene where, he, where Mr. Miyagi tries to catch a fly and then doesn't. But it's like it's sort of like a wink at the camera. It's not really like it's not really part of his training or whatever. When he doesn't catch it, does it go wah wah wah? Um, no, he doesn't. He doesn't even try to catch it. He's like he's about to catch it with the chopsticks, and he kills it with the fly swatter. And it's supposed to, you know, right when that happens, I envision being in the theater and having everyone kind of laugh. Did they ever answer the question of what happened to Roth Machio? They dig his body up in this movie, dude. Nice. <laughs> He's in China. <laughs> yeah, in the movie, they find a treasure map and dig him up. <laughs> Why, did, Why did they make a treasure map? It's like Goonies. <laughs> it's a cross between Goonies and Karate Kid. <laughs> no, but the highlight of the movie isn't these little kids or China. It's this female Chinese girl he's interested in. The little kid, and it's technically yes. Oh no! Don't don't go. No. Don't go to that place. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to go there. But but I, I do want to comment on how like like Jaden Smith, his facial expressions and his body language and his acting, it's all pretty mature. It's much like Will Smith, but he, in terms of his actual size, he is so f- freaking tiny. He's like he's got to be like 80 pounds. He's just, he's total shrimp. And this girl he's interested in, this Chinese girl, is like way bigger than him so it's like weird like i'm sure that she's tiny but she's taller than him i don't know and it's, I, I don't understand like i don't like little kid little guys who look like they're eight or nine going after girls who look almost like adults it, it, it's it's it, it's weird right right rj i don't like that little kid you, you just don't like him. right <laughs> i don't want him going after anybody but yeah uh karate kid Pretty good martial arts action. Ow. Is it better or worse than the sum of the three ninjas movies? Um, I honestly don't know because I haven't seen three ninjas since I was a kid, so I don't really remember. I was too young. All right, what about the one? I remember three ninjas what about the one seeming with awesome at the time. He was in one of the three ninjas he was movies? He in the last one. What about he was in all of them. He was the third ninja. <laughs> He's younger. Something about something about a mountain. Who's the bad guy? Movie. Movie. 
If you just Google movie, it's probably not going to come up. <laughs> well, I'll be. It did. I got to tell you something. What's that? It actually did. The first result for movie. Some good SEO. Hey, babe, you know when someone says it's not my bag or whatever? Yep. What does that mean? I know what it means, but like, why would something good be your bag? I don't know the root or the etymology of that term. It's like, okay, Gran Turismo 5 isn't my bag. Racing games aren't my bag. But shooters are my bag. It's like, why is it a bag? I don't know. I think it's a beatnik thing. What could it possibly, like, what could the connection possibly be? Possibly. I really don't know. All right, the the top three build cast members of this movie, Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain, are Hulk Hogan, Lonnie Anderson, and Jim Varney, a.k.a. Ernest. Hey, Beef. <laughs> what? Really? Beef. Yes. Are you finding out about that bag thing? No, I'm not. Was it last week that we were talking about the theory of my theories? Like, I had my theory of, um... <laughs> Why are we recapping my... the last episode? Because I... Because I, I, I... I can't remember if that was the last episode or not. I had my theory of hair, my theory... What were my other ones? You had a boner my theory. My theory of urinals, and my theory of... <sighs> I think it was beating off or something. I don't know, but if I... this is making me bored, it's definitely making people bored. <laughs> I'm saying I remember... No, you're just tired. I remember... Uh, I remember that I have another theory, just real quick. <laughs> this isn't going to take long. Saying, man, do you remember the last episode when I said this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just remember, there was one last time that slipped my mind, but it's definitely a theory. The theory is the theory. I had to recap a little bit because so people would be on the same page as me. The theory of Chris. Have, you, have I told you about the theory of Chris? No. The theory is that every like young chick who's in any way good looking has some faggot loser friend named Chris who sort of just follows him around and is kind of a loser. But like, doesn't like he's like a dick. He doesn't, he's, he doesn't he doesn't actually go for it because he's too much of a pussy. But he's like always attached to her and trying to talk to her. And stuff, he's always you know named I mean? Chris. And he's always named Chris. It's like every like every like every young eligible like you know just the stand what, I, what we're talking about has knows at least one guy named Chris who's a total bitch. Right, Beef? I'm not familiar with this phenomenon. I'm very... Oh, my God. Eve, ask the girlfriend. Just talk to some women. Talk to some girls. Ask them if they know any bitches named Chris. Yeah, yeah, he's like my big brother. Oh, he... <laughs> it's always that kind of thing. He's like my brother. And meanwhile, the guy wants to fuck her. But he's either, he either can't or he doesn't know how or he's too much of a pussy or whatever. But he's like... He's like a, oh, my God. Isn't that fuck the premise Chris. of Just Friends? And he cock blocks yeah, That was people. a good movie. You're telling us the story of Just Friends. I've never What's seen his name Chris. Friends, so I have no idea what you're talking about. I think it may be. And plus, I first came up with this theory years ago, probably before whatever that movie is. Hold on. It had Ryan Reynolds. My, in the man. first time I wait, shut up. The first time I came up with this theory was when I was working at, at at Verizon because there was a Chris there. There was there was a hot chick, and you could never talk to her without Chris being there, because and he, and you could and he he obvi any okay. guy knows that he wanted okay. her, but he was okay. too much of a bitch. There's no way. You came up with this independently because Ryan Reynolds' character <laughs> is Chris. Just Friends is named Chris. Okay, what year was that movie? 2005. This theory 
what came about when I was working at Verizon, which would have been in 2005 or 2006. But I swear to God, I never saw, I swear to God, I never saw that movie. I never saw that movie. I swear on my, on my cat's life. It's called the theory of the movie, just friends. (laughs) I I came up with that theory independently of the movie. I swear to God. What spurred that theory on was that guy at work. His name was Chris. And then it made me realize, wait, there's some other guys named Chris who have been like that in the past. So I, I thought, think, and then, and then, like my sister had someone named Chris. I think and I was what like, happened here is it was an elaborate prank at Verizon. They said, "Oh man, I just saw just friends, and I'm convinced this guy." And he cock blocked the fuck life. out of me. Like that guy was the only reason I didn't get laid with the super hot girl. <laughs> yeah. The only reason was the super hot Seriously. girl Anna Ferris. She's hotter than Anna Ferris, to be perfectly honest. Actually, Anna Ferris was like the bad girl in that one. Yeah, but I swear to God, I did, never saw that movie. I have no knowledge of, of who the character's name is in that movie. I'm not lying. By the way, I met somebody last weekend who looked exactly like Anna Faris, and uh, was did you? just as ditzy. She may it may have just been because she was drunk though. Did you take advantage of that? <laughs> no, but she did review me to my face. Did you let that situation go to waste? She sort of reviewed me to my face though. That was interesting. She said oh. this. This is good. Was she looking at your dick? (laughs) I'm not really sure where to go. I'm just telling a story. Is there a punchline? I tried to help you. There's no punchline. I saw Anna Faris on the IMDb thing and just thought I'd bring it up. Was she like hotter than Anna Faris or less hot or what? She looked like Anna Faris. Exactly? Like her twin? Pretty close. Hmm. Think you could have gotten that? No. No? Because she only said this is good, not this is great. <laughs> you have to know her review skill. I think this is she good like, is good enough. Is this like this is good like passable? No, it was it was above passable. I mean what's the RJ scale? is uh I think great would be I, above it, and then there's this is good, and then there's uh this game whack. I don't know what's going on. I never have that happen. I never uh, have girls say this is good about any part there's of it. More to the story. Pretty there's, sure that, uh, there's more to the story. But... Pretty sure RJ could get more snatched than all three ninjas combined. <laughs> if he really wanted to. But he's, I think Maybe he's off the market, then, last I here. heard. <laughs> back then, a week ago? No, back then when the kids were like 10 years old. Maybe then. <laughs> I don't think anyone was getting snatched back then, because I, I, I was like 8. Alright, me now versus the kids back then. Maybe. Well, you can do a full pull-up. So. <laughs> I can do like three of them now, man. I bet those ninja kids could do at least one each. Well, one of them was kind of chubby, I thought. So I'm not, I don't know. He gets I think I could take him out. Hey, I can do three of the full pull-ups, like arms fully extended, like you're almost kneeling on the ground. Yeah, I can do just. I can only do one like that. Those are brutal. Which is too hard. I'm just too. You know, it's just it's too hard. You know what I, I haven't missed since Drac pretty much quit? Workout chat. I asked Drac if he wanted to show up for this, and he said, uh, hey, Fuck my you. computer's in a box. Why? Whose box? I think Drac just moved, so his computer's still in a box. Oh. Isn't that nice? <sighs> you guys want a Drac update? Yeah. You are supposed to say no, it would have been funnier. <laughs> Wait, do it again. All right. Hey, you guys want a Drac update? Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
So Jack recently moved. Uh, he just got a new TV, and he's currently busy with Call of Duty Black Ops. Oh, that's nice. That's everything I, to know about Drax since the last uh, time we talked to him six months ago. Uh, I ain't even played that yet. Uh, Excuse me. Whew. So, uh, in our off time, well, I didn't play a lot of games. I did play three games a lot. What three of those? I played all the way through Fable 3. Mm-hmm. I've got some problems with that game. My problem with those... See, I skipped Fable 3 because Fable 2 was so fucking easy. I was like... It, the game is so easy that everything is trivial and every time I just get irritated at it because I feel it feels like I didn't accomplish anything. Well, Fable 2 was stupid easy and it was a bad game, but I still had fun with it. Fable 3, I had fun with for the first half and then it just made me mad and now I don't want to play it ever again. Everyone has a fucking British accent, too. Uh, and then I've also played the new Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, mm-hmm. which if you played 2 and like 2, there's no reason you shouldn't already be playing Brotherhood because it's the exact same thing with more to it. I really need to play 2. I've been putting that Yeah, I kind of hate you guys, by the way, for never playing 2. I decided well, The problem is I got it for like 7 bucks, and and so I had to, so I'm like, you know... There's like it's always in the back of your mind. If it was seven dollars, it can't be any good. Yeah, but you got it seven dollars you know? used a year later. <laughs> On GameFly, it's not exactly used. Well, <laughs> it's I like almost... super used. It's, well, it's way it's more used, half used than because the, the disc the disc's been mega used, but the box the packaging is all unused. It's new. Know what I mean? And did you guys play New Vegas? I don't, I don't think we've recorded a show since New Vegas came out. The last one we recorded, like, Halo had just came out. Had just come out. The, uh, yeah, Halo show. Reach pretty cool, but we talked about the last time. And then I played hey, or, uh, Ball at New Vegas. I'm trying to... What were my thoughts on that game? You said, it's, mm, so it's got a little too much Vegas. I think the, the game impresses me in terms of its sheer size. It's very good in that respect. How many gigabytes? But, uh, 12. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That was actually... 12 megabits of power. That was actually, I don't know if it ever made the final <laughs> cut, but that was one of Drax's questions for the developers at E3. How many gigabytes is it? <laughs> How many gigabytes? Giggle. Gigglebytes. <laughs> he also, something that got cut in the final version, he asked the guy when he's interviewing, uh, like, the producer of the Saw video game, uh, Ghostbusters game was, like, a month away from coming out, and Saw was maybe, like, eight <laughs> months away. And Drax goes, so, uh... You guys worried about coming out the same day as Ghostbusters? <laughs> <laughs> the guy obviously didn't know when Ghostbusters were coming out because he just said, well, no, we're not really worried about coming out in the fall. And But uh, I don't know why Drac cut that because it cracked me up as I'm <laughs> trying to hold the camera. <laughs> so New Vegas, it's it was when I played it, it was buggy as shit. It, it crashed all the time. You know, everything loads incredibly slow, and there's some strange bugs, and that definitely deterred, you know, hurt my enjoyment of the game. But at the end of the day, in terms of raw amount of content and the openness of the world, it's, you know, no one else makes games like these. It's a unique experience, and for that reason, no one should miss it, but it's definitely flawed, if not only that it's buggy, but, you know, when you compare a game like that's not open, like Mass Effect or something, Every individual quest and encounter can have a higher level of polish and detail. And in a game like Fallout New Vegas, you know, 
the age of the of the whole setup is starting to show because you know it's the same exact thing that it was when Oblivion came out pretty much and I don't know and the graphics are kind of aging and you know I would I, I'm not as enthusiastic as I as I was about Fallout 3 you know but still great game. this is essentially like a map pack for it no, no, that's actually, cons- it, you know, when I, I, I'm having trouble getting back into what I was thinking when I was playing it because I haven't played it in like weeks or months even. I don't know how long it's been, but uh, they, they've made a lot of great improvements. There's a lot more, for example, there's many more items. There's a lot more uh, customization of items and that kind of thing. There's a lot more quests. It's like in terms of quests and content, it's like massively bigger than Fallout 3. There's many more quests. The amount of quests and content in New Vegas is staggering. And, you know, you still get to blow people up and dismember them, and there's all the, all that, and there's some new enemy types, and, you know, it's it's basically, you know, it's great. Can you still I have eat some people? Issues. You can eat people? You can actually get an upgraded version of cannibalism that allows you to eat mutants, or super mutants. Uh, but one of the things that bothered me was the actual, the, the actual topography of the map. In many ways, I didn't like it as much as the old one. For and one of the, a lot of that has to do with the mountain regions and the, the 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 size of the map. You know, in terms of just looking at it on a grid, it's about the same size as the last game. But that size is effectively kind of smaller because there's a lot of inaccessible areas behind mountains or on mountains, and there's a lot of just places you can't get to. And even the places you can, you have to you know you have to find ways around things, and it's. And I actually, maybe I'm the only person who does, but I miss the underground um, subway system that was in the last game. I thought that was really cool. I hated that. I liked it. I think it's a love it or hate a thing. Some people like it, some people hate it. But yeah, I think I like the world, the actual terrain, geography of the last game better. But in terms of content and quests and writing, New Vegas is undoubtedly better. Way more quests, better writing, better characters and all that. There's some pretty funny shit in it too. It's, it's 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 a great game. It's just... It's starting to show its age. It's got, for all the character it has and all the all the the massiveness it has, it's showing its age in, in a lot of other ways. So, did you play with and, that uh, perk on that shows like it, it has like pop culture references in it? Yeah, there weren't too many of those. Uh, that's called Wild Wasteland, and you know, there's not a whole. It doesn't come up all that often. You know, like there's one where you find a bathtub. Or, or not a bathtub, a refrigerator, and it has a skeleton in it, and it has like Indiana Jones's fedora and a whip inside of it. Cute, and, you know, because like in that one movie, he avoided a nuke by getting in the refrigerator or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's also like there's this one time when you come across a, a town that's been burned down. One of the houses has uh, Baru and Owen corpses in front of it that are like singed or like burned, I guess. That's a Star Wars reference, obviously. You know, stuff like that. It's it's usually kind of minor stuff. It's like not like doesn't jump out at you. So it's definitely worth having Wild Wasteland on. It doesn't fuck up the experience or anything. Because Drac was saying that it completely fucks up the experience and everything. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't slap you in the face. It only comes. It's kind of minor. It's like more subtle things once in a while. Maybe I'll put it on then. You know, one time I was playing, uh, like late in the game, I was just wandering around and. I saw these little white dudes off in the distance, and I thought they were those glowing ghouls that you sometimes see. <coughs> but when I got closer, they were fucking aliens, like X-Files-type aliens. Yeah, you already, and you already they spoiled were, that for me. Thanks. Yeah, it freaked the, it freaked the shit out of me because I, I, I wasn't expecting that, and they were shooting at me and shit, and I killed them. I never saw any other aliens ever in the game except for that one time. 
And I killed them, and they one of them dropped an alien blaster. And there's a limited amount of ammo for it, but it does a ton of damage. That was a nice little surprise. I'm glad I could spoil it for you. <laughs> but who, who knows? Maybe you'd never actually come across that. I don't know. I don't know. I also played a... Uh... Shit, what's that game? What's that game where you slide around in your ass and you shoot dudes? Vanquish. Yeah, I played Vanquish. I beat that. <laughs> Ew. Was, was that what I think it was? I thought that was from your place. It sounded like... <laughs> it wasn't from me. It wasn't was me either. That me. was Beef. That was Beef's ass. I'm still sitting down. We'll find out on the It sounded like... Ah. I heard it. It almost sounded like a voice. <laughs> the fact that I heard help. it means... Wait, and you heard his, it. His farts sound like help. I bet it was Beef. Help. I played Vanquish. It's a, in terms of graphics and set pieces, it's kind of very top-notch. Some of the some of the more impressive spectacles I've seen in a while on the system, but uh, got kind of repetitive. I beat it, but you know, it kind of lost steam towards the end. Who's making all that noise? What noise? It's Peter. The clicking, slip, slicking. Sounds like a Zippo. <sighs> yeah, I, yeah, I got a Zippo here. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. There, got rid of it. So yeah, Vanquish. I give that. Uh, Three bananas out of four point two. See, IGN, it's not precise enough to put decimals in the actual score. I have to put decimals in the max possible score. <laughs> That's how precise I am. Eat that shit, IGN. Airzong. <laughs> but it's Get it? the uh, it's the whole number. The yeah. score is a whole number, but three out of four point two bananas, IGN. How do you like that? In fact, we're gonna we're gonna stretch it out to several decimal places. I'm gonna have three out of four point. Two five six seven. <laughs> That's the only way I can be accurate enough. IGN. <laughs> but it's always one to three bananas. <laughs> no, I'm gonna give it uh, seriously though. I'll give it two out of three little sedans. All right, Beeb. I like it. You know, I bet Beeb's been a Chris at some point in his life. I don't recall being a Chris. You know, there's like a hot chick and you want to get with her, but you don't really know how, so you sort of her. I mean, Bitch friend, and you cock block you cock block dudes who actually have. He was kind of a Chris to me. He was kind of my Chris. How was I your Chris? He's trying to hook up with me the whole time. Never made the move. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you just made the move. You never know. Because there was there was there was no way to ever like. I'm not going to make any comments about whether or not I could get this girl interested in me or not. Probably not. You said 100 percent yes. But even if I wanted to, I was kidding. Even if I, you know, even whether I'm going to try or not, whether or not I could be successful or not, is a complete non-starter. Because this guy was always between me and her, and he wasn't her boyfriend. He had no right to do that. He was just a total bitch. He's a cockblock. So, like, let's say, let's just say, for the sake of argument, that I would have the courage to go after her, and that she could be receptive towards it. Just theoretically, even if that was true, this guy—it's impossible because of this guy, this Chris, this Beeb. Thanks for everything. What's it mean when someone says, I made a beeline for this? You know, you know, when someone makes a beeline for something, doesn't that mean they went straight to it? Yeah. Bees don't go straight. Bees, like, fly all over the place. I never understood that. Because bees don't go straight to something. They kind of sort of fly erratically. Yeah, you know they I mean? do. They, they do kind of uh, 
bumble around. Yeah, they bumble all over the place. I don't think of a bee as going straight somewhere. So I don't like this bee line thing. It's just, it's stupid. How do you feel about as the crow flies? What's that mean? Like if you could go in a very, if you go in a completely straight line and were able to like go over things and not have Mountains to go around and rivers things. And things yeah. Yeah. Aren't crows super smart or something? They're pretty smart. Smarter than you. They can like problem solve and <laughs> yeah. they can. Next episode, can, we're gonna have a crow instead of Peter. They can like Grah! do lots of they can do lots of advanced problem solving, and they're widely considered one of the smarter animals out there in the animal kingdom. Yeah, but their brains been... aren't very big because they're just little fucking birds. So I always thought like the size of the brain was was sort of the the chief indicator of the intelligence level of an animal. The size of the the cranial. Again, cavity. you have a big brain, so that's funny, Beeve. But when they're talking about old dinosaurs, they decide how intelligent a dinosaur was based on how big the brain cavity was. Mm-hmm. So, like, if crows are considered one of the most intelligent animals, they have little brains. So I don't understand it. Well, a lot of animals have little brains. It's what they do with it that counts. Right, but the, generally the benchmark for how smart an animal is is the size of the brain. But a crow, that doesn't apply to crows. They're exceptional. So what is that? Beef, what is that? They even use tools sometimes. Like, what's the other smart animals? Like, uh, dolphin. Dolphin, big brain. Chimps, big brain. Rap, Velociraptor, big brain. Bevo. I also played, most recently, what's that game where you're like, Enslaved. I played Enslaved. Yeah, don't I, spoil it. I'm only like an hour in. Okay, I won't spoil it. I played it all the way through. You know what? Much better than you might expect. Really good game. Enslaved actually is really good. Like, I was shocked. I got it cheapies with uh, Call of Duty. It was like, if you bought Call of Duty at Kmart, you got another game off this list for $25 off. And yeah. Enslaved had just dropped to 40 bucks, so it was like 15 bucks. The game is no. sold miserably. I, I, I recall reading on the web shortly after I played it that it's only sold like, you know, 80,000 copies worldwide or something. And it's, it's done pathetically. Which is kind of sad because the game... Is very artistic in term, at least in, as far as video games go. It's very creative, like the, uh, you know, the whole setting and the, the design of everything and the look of the world and the amount of detail and the story. You know, that's not something that comes out of a focus group. There's obviously some real creative vision here, and, and it was a lot of fun. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it very much. It's kind of a post-apocalyptic thing, and, and uh, I don't know. Just the whole world was very well conceived, and the characters are very interesting. You, the story. Is uh is one of the better stories I've I've seen in a video game in quite a while. The voice acting so, is pretty pretty freaking good. Voice too. acting is absolutely fantastic. It's some of the best voice acting I've ever heard. It, the, one of the, the the voice actor who plays the guy is uh, Andy Serkis, who uh, played uh, Gollum in Lord of the Rings, and he played the the monkey in Don, in, in Kong. Yeah, Andy Samberg. No, Andy Serkis. <laughs> He's on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I didn't know he was doing voiceover. And like whenever, like whenever an attractive female character in a movie or, or I mean, in a video game or whatever, has a, a you know a voice actress or whatever, I, I I like to find out if the voice actress is attractive because if she is, then I like the character, like the game more. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's and like really, this this one's. <laughs> it really throws you for a loop when they're not. Yeah, because they, they, really they might have old. They might have so, a hot voice, but be nasty. Yeah, there's there's a there's a very compelling female character in Enslaved. Who's sort of the main focus of the game is to is to keep her alive because she put this thing in her brain, where uh, if she dies, you die. So you were sort of forced to uh, escort her back home. So wait, the whole game's an escort mission? 
Yeah, but it actually works. It's not. It's it, it very rarely. Be, what? Thieve. It, the, it very rarely becomes annoying. It's it's done really well. Generally, what happens is you encounter you come into an area, and if there's bad guys, she'll hide until the fight's over. That's usually what happens. Or you know, and you can tell her to stop or go or whatever. Now, do you ever actually have to protect her from anything? Like, is it yeah. possible for bad guys to get her? It is possible, but it, I've never ha- I never had her die to bad guys. Because even if they get to her, she's able to stun them and get away, and she can do that. You know, she has a certain amount of time she can do that. So it's it it was never an issue. Like a few times she had to stun bad guys before I could get to them, but she's never run out of stuns and died. I've never had that happen. So it wasn't a big deal. Hmm. And you know, the whole relationship is very compelling. It's got kind of a sort of a you know, sort of a budding romance type thing too. And you know I, I really wanted to see what happened next. I wanted to see what happened with the characters. It was very well written. See, and in terms of the game mechanics, it's sort of a cross between Prince of Persia and God of War Light, I guess. Did it it's look like, as much like when you were actually playing the game as Prince of Persia as it did in the screenshots? I don't understand what you're asking. Like, in, in all the screenshots, it looked like there was a very heavy <laughs> Prince of Persia 2008 influence. Um, really. I mean, a little bit, but not in, like, the... The actual visual style. Okay. It's it it doesn't have like as much Prince of Persia stuff as Prince of Persia. They're, they're, I don't think there's any wall running or that kind of thing. But there's a lot of there's a lot of climbing, and it's usually like it's, it's actually it, more like Uncharted's. Uh, yeah, platform. it probably is a little more like Uncharted's climbing system. You know, when you're climbing around, the game pretty much plays itself because like there's so many there's only certain points you can jump to as the next climb point, and. You, if you just kind of point the controller in sort of the direction and then push the button, you'll jump right to it automatically. Yeah. So it's sort of the, it uh, sort of plays itself. There's another game on the agenda that has a very similar mechanic. Uncharted. No, on tonight's agenda. Oh, I didn't what, know we had an agenda. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Oh, we always have an agenda. Okay, what is it? Castlevania. It's not really very much Fuck like that at all. game. Oh my god, I've wanted so badly to like that game. No, I mean the climbing mechanic specifically. It's it's just a yeah. chore. It's not possible to screw up. It's not possible to. I mean, it's even less involved than in Prince of Persia because you pretty much can't fall. Yeah, I still can't believe you guys haven't played Assassin's Creed. Flipping right back to uh, Enslaved just for a second, and then we'll get then we'll get to Castlevania and and whatever. I give Enslaved a buy it now or new or not Ens- on clearance. Enslaved, in terms of it's got a, it's got a number of different gameplay elements. It's got a you know, a couple form. It has like the melee combat, you know, a few different melee moves, sort of God of War light, I guess. It's got some aiming and shooting elements. It's got the climbing, some minor platforming. In terms of each individual gameplay element. None of them are really anything new or particularly well done, but as a whole, it works pretty well. But the real driving force of the game is the incredible setting, characters, story, and the very in, in like the whole the whole first part of the game where you're in post-apocalyptic New York is absolutely beautiful, and uh, at that in that portion of the game is probably it, it particularly shines and. Uh, yeah, awesome. So, recommend at least checking it out. 
you know, like many, like most games, it loses some steam eventually. But but that but it's when it's good, it's good. And I gotta say, recommend it. Four little Saddams out of five point two seven eight. Well, Castlevania, it sounds like, is the exact opposite game as Enslaved because it starts off really, really, really slowly. And then it stays slow for the next like eight hours. <laughs> yeah, I went, I got Castlevania. You know, let me tell you, I've always been a fan of, of the two D Castlevania games, and, and I've always been willing to give the three D ones a chance. And so far, I've never liked them. And I didn't know anything about this new one. I I kind of intentionally avoided knowledge of it. All I really knew is it had something to do with the Konami guy, and that it was three D. And. So I went into it kind of hoping and maybe half expecting that it would be a Castlevania game, but instead it's sort of air zonk. And it was so boring. You know, I tried very hard to like it. I only made it a couple hours and I just said fuck it and I I couldn't have sent it back fast enough. I think I might have even boogied in it before I sent it back to Gamefly, I spit in it. <laughs> Get them back. I don't, know. I, I don't think game. it's that bad. It's just there's too much of it. And what there is isn't that good. I didn't... You don't get Castlevania because you want some shitty God of War half-assed clone. That's not why you get Castlevania. You get Castlevania because you want to explore and have a kind of an open environment and get power-ups and access new areas and have uh, platforming and exploring and not just combat. You don't want some shitty half-assed... God of War, Me Too, bitch game. It's a bitch game. Dante's Inferno is better. Dante's Inferno is better, and that's a bitch game. Right? You know how John Stutter argues where he just keeps saying the same thing louder and louder while the other person tries to say something? (laughs) You stupid, smelly... (laughs) It's it's not a bad God of War game. And how did you not know what it was going in? Because I, avo- I, I intentionally like, avoided run, run details explore. about the gameplay. I, I avoided details about the gameplay. So did I. The only thing I ever saw was that trailer that Drak and I saw at the E3 press conference. Uh, so I, I didn't know what type of game it was. I thought maybe it would be a Castlevania game, seeing as how it's called fucking Castlevania. They're trying something new. I don't know. I, I don't even hate so much that it's... They're not trying anything new. They're just copying God of War and doing it shittily. Yeah, I, I don't mind so much that it's a God of War-inspired game. But... Fuck your God of War. There's just, I, I don't know, like, in Castlevania, you kind of always feel like a badass, even at the... I hope the you get cancer and die. I hope you get cancer and die. And yeah. in this game, I perpetually feel, like, underpowered for everything. It, it's only, I don't know how far, I think I'm, like, a little Listen. over halfway through the game, and it feels like it's just getting started. Like, the whole thing is a prologue. If you're going to have one a game like this... And you're only going to allow for the player to have one main weapon, and he's the only using that weapon the whole game. Mm-hmm. Have it be something cool. Don't have it be some stupid energy cross that turns into a whip. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Give me a sword or an axe or something, or maybe just a whip. But don't give me a stupid cross energy crucifix thing that turns into a whip. That's gay, well, right, Dave? I, I don't even mind the weapon because it's stupid. Like, I'm fine with the whip. I think the Castlevania game should have the whip especially if you're being a Belmont. But, and I'm even okay with it being like a, a flail kind of metal whip, not a mm-hmm. leather whip. But it mm-hmm. they don't even try to make it not look like God of War. You know? And the game plays clunky. 
It feels antiquated. The camera angles are like fixed and they move around on their own and everything like the, the all the terrain, even outdoors, is just down these really narrow paths like Crash Bandicoot. It's all on. <laughs> it's all it's horrible. It's it's like I'm it felt like I was playing a PlayStation one game it, with slightly better graphics. And the guy is so far away from the camera most of the time. You can't even really see what he looks like. Yeah, it, it's it's horrible. I, I can't believe anyone made a game this bad. The, the camera part of it too, because it seems like it's way too frequently trying to show off. Like it's always in screenshot mode instead of actually playing the game mode. The level design, in terms of the terrain and the surroundings, has all the sophistication of anything from you know 1999. It sucks. Well, it's it's obvious that it's a developer's <laughs> first major game. You know, it, it, it reeks of... Um, it just reeks. Of, you know, kind of a freshman effort. You know, it's... But there's some really good parts about it. I think the... Um, I think it's really pretty. Except um, it's not. No, it is plenty pretty. I mean, if you were looking at it purely from... There's a lot of thought that went into how the and environments look aesthetically. Not necessarily I disagree how they're on that laid point. out as like an actual play field for a game but even in the early levels like the that very first town it you know i i thought it was well put together it, it made sense the later maps nah. with vampires and whatnot um whoa dude spoiling there's vampires in castlevania I'm sorry. whoa Spoiler i am alert. so tired of games that confine you into little corridors and there's no paths to branch out on or maybe there are but you can only stay on these little paths even when you're outdoors it looks so ridiculous when you're outdoors how far do you want to be able to go i wanted to at least i wanted to at least have the illusion of being actually outdoors when have you ever gone outside and there's a and everywhere you go there's only this one little path with with cliffs on either side everywhere you go or rocks or whatever I mean, it doesn't really look. Like it just—it's stupid. Bayonetta wasn't. Bayonetta, Bayonetta totally was 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 much less like that than Castlevania. Bayonetta was done correctly. That's an example of doing it correctly. Castlevania was so lazily done in terms of its level design. I wanted to kill myself. Yeah, the the I, I'm not, um, I'm not confusing the level design not being good with it being pretty. It, you can have bad bad level design that's pretty. And beef. that's what they've done. Beef. I want to send this game back. It ain't good. It ain't, it ain't ready yet. I'm not done yet. <laughs> it, it is not ready yet. They really needed to edit a lot of it. There's probably eight extra hours in the game that don't need to be there. Send it back to the developer and tell them to tell them to finish it up. It's it's not it's not. Yeah, just send it me. back to the developer with a note on it that says finish this. <laughs> finish it. In fact, rethink the whole thing. Start over, you idiots. But there was I some... can make. There were some really nice parts in it. Like uh, I was bitching about the climbing earlier, but there are there are these like three second parts in the game sprinkled throughout it that it really hits a nice stride. Like right. there's you're swinging around on your chain, you have to swing from uh, connecting point to connecting point, and you're actually yeah. I'm sure that part doesn't play itself. It. No, it it really doesn't. If you, I'm sure that's not sort of basically like watching a cutscene. I'm sure. No, it, if you swing from the one position you have to decide how hard you're going to swing then you have to like go around a thing and unhook your whip from one thing and hook it to the other one 
It's actually like that's how the climbing oh, mechanic whatever. just should have worked in the whole game. Oh, whatever. But hey, instead, the beef. they had the you beef. going from ledge to ledge very slowly, and then the only thing you can do is if you try to drop down someplace, you can't drop down. It just doesn't let you. If you try, hey, the to beef. most games work nowadays where like the you beef. can't drop down. So you can't go all you somewhere can do you're not supposed is to go. Go from point A to B, and it's painfully obvious that you have to go from A to B. But yet they still make you do it for like three minutes. You have to yeah, climb that's... up the whole side of the castle or something. That's even climbing in like it's basically any game that like Uncharted doesn't let you go anywhere you're not supposed to. Um, Enslaved even doesn't. Um, Assassin's Creed sort of like points you in the right direction, but you can still jump off to your death if you. Hey, the beef. The beef. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone thinks this at some point, but I honestly think just put me in a position where I'm the one making the decisions in a game's development and, and make people do what I say, and I could have made the game that people would have wanted to play. I could, I could make that game the way it should be. Just let me make the decisions. I'm sure everyone thinks that, but I know it. I don't just mostly, think it. Mostly 14-year-olds think that, actually. No, I really class. do think... I'm, I, I just can't believe that they spent all this money and time and people and manpower on this steaming bowl of shit, Castlevania. How come no one has ever been able to make a good 3D Castlevania game. Why is it so hard? What is so complicated about it? In Just the, take the formula and oh what's God. good about it from the 2D and make a 3D version of it. Yeah, How is that so complicated? I don't like it. I also played an hour of the game and I actually did like it. I played more than an hour, you s- Oh my God. What? What? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill you. What? I'm going to wring your fucking little neck. I think, you know what? It's my tape of the year already. Eat that shit, you fucker. <laughs> Just spite him. I'm thinking that Mass Effect 2 might have to be my tape of the year. Oh, we can't talk about tape of the year yet. No, I didn't say it was. I said it's a strong contender. It's a it's a very strong contender. Even though it was early in the year. I mean, what else has come out that's that good? Actually, here's what's happened with Castlevania. I played, like, um, into Chapter 2. And, yes, Beef was right. I did get to the spiders, and that's where I stopped. But it wasn't because of the spiders. I just died. I was did, like, okay, did, that's enough. Did time. Anna Faris come in and say, this is bad? This is good. <laughs> <laughs> just took a look so, at the game uh, this is bad so I stopped playing there and then like the next day my 360 died and yeah. I had to buy a new 360 and actually I, I forgot Castlevania was in the old one so you sent it back with them no it's it's just in the other room but it's like packed away now I just haven't bothered to uh, turn it back on to get the game out see true well no well, I have like I've gotten like eight games since then it's so in his permanent resting place and you don't even care <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think Mine might you, be in the same position. I actually because. like that. I, I like that because, you know, for most people, one of the, their greatest fears is being buried alive. And, and we're getting that game back because it's buried alive now. <laughs> Castlevania. <laughs> Making it alive. suffer like it made me suffer. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> we got it back. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on chapter... I'm in the middle of chapter six <laughs> out of 12 chapters. <laughs> RJ, you know that movie with James Franco where he plays the guy who gets his arm stuck in the boulder? The real life story? Yeah, in in the in the tea, in the the commercial for it, he's going help, help, and it pans out and out and out, and you see that he's all by himself. The little men inside the X dude are doing that right now. <laughs> They're fine. They're just trying to tell us what's wrong. <laughs> They're gonna make a a movie based on your 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 X box with Castlevania in it. There's there's the two guys in there, the the, the disc spinning guy and the disc looking guy. They're James Franco. You think they're even more upset that they're stuck in there with Castlevania? <laughs> yeah. Get, get him out of here. <laughs> well, isn't one of them sick? What happened to your Xbox? 
the same old thing. Red this ring. Is the, uh, red ring again. Yeah. Yeah. Red so, ring is when is when the man, like inside the house, is sick. The they don't even they don't even see this guy. So yeah. so they they basically just get like, a bunch of time off for no reason. But now now they're James Franco-ing it. <laughs> yeah, with yours, it was the guy who spins the disc. He was sick, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I explain it to the to the Indian guy on the Microsoft line. <laughs> uh, the guy who <laughs> you still the, have to do that and record it. The guy who looks at the disc is fine, but the guy who turns it, I think he's sick. <laughs> and then the the guy is like, he's like, all right, buddy. No, they they aren't British. What are they? Indian? I don't know. But they're like, you know, they say all kinds of, oh, you are very good at this. Thank you. Yes, buddy. All right. I'll help you very much. You know, it's awful. I think my ultimate review of Castlevania is that it's okay, but I don't like it as much as I really wanted to like it. Hmm. I wanted it to be much better than it is. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. disappointed in it. Mm. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Mm. I'm Oprah. I'm being I'm being Oprah for you, by the way. But I feel compelled to go back and finish it because mm. the more I play of it, it gets a little better. Mm-hmm. And maybe by the end of the game, it's going to be really, really good. But mm. it's painful to get there. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I kind of stopped playing it because Need for Speed came out. Need for Speed is awesome. I kind of love it. I played, uh, over the course of 24 hours, I played about 7 hours of it. Yeah, yeah. I... I really like it. It's addictive, but different. Addicting, sorry. Um, but a different way than Burnout Paradise was. Because Burnout Paradise, I'd sit down and play it for just hours and hours. Um, or five minutes, if I had, if that's how much time I had. But I really missed the world actually being open and the collectibles part of it with the jumps and the um, shortcuts and that stuff, but I like the racing. Hmm. Racing games, you know, not exactly my bag, once again, and I don't even know what that means. I just know that they're not. And that's why I'm uh, selling this Gran Turismo 5 I have sitting on my desk here. I'm selling it on eBay right now. Wait, but you love Burnout, right? Burnout was all right. 
because that game was one of the rare racing games that's actually accessible to the to the layperson. But GT Five is not one of those. That's not what I'm talking about. You're the one who brought up GT Five. Uh, Need for Speed is made by Criterion, the developers oh. of Burnout. Yeah, is it kind of is it kind of burnouty? It is. It, if you liked Burnout, you'll like Need for Speed, but you won't like it as much as you liked Burnout. Oh. Should point out for the listeners that we're recording this much later at night than we usually do, and I had like a big chocolate milk before we started, so I'm like all even extra groggy. <laughs> That's it why is, it's so slow. It's past my bedtime. It's way past most of our usual bedtimes, and I had the chocolate milk. So like, <laughs> why does chocolate milk affect you like that? I don't know. I'm like a little baby. <laughs> I drink the chocolate milk and I get all sleepy. I don't know. I I keep hoping that they'll announce that one of the updates for the Hot Pursuit is going to be some more open world stuff. I don't think so. I don't think that's what they're going for here. But I, that's what I want to happen. Listen. I want to tell Beeb about a good thing that happened in my life. Because <laughs> if they don't do that, all they're going to do is release variants of existing cars. Or maybe yeah, a few new cars. That. And I don't really care. Or they're the going to release new courses, but all of the courses, like some of the courses, there are five versions of, and you're either doing it backwards from the way you did it the last time, or you're starting at the middle of the other course and going a little bit further down the road than you did in the first race. Yeah, so, that's the thing. I don't even know what courses I've played, because I've done only the cop missions so far. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. They just put me into go catch these guys and i do i don't know what course hmm. i'm on and as far as what car i'm using i really don't care as long as it handles the. is it safe to fast. say there's fast cars and fast women in that game i have no. seen no fast women oh zero women yeah zero women actually fast or otherwise think this game's made by straight dudes or what what's the deal here i don't know i'm pretty sure it's made by straight dudes i mean there's no fast 90 percent probably yeah i bet most of them are straight <laughs> But there weren't any women in Burnout either. Well, Burnout had its own rules, though, because there, there weren't just no women. There were no people. The cars had no people inside That's them. That's true. <laughs> that was what... Ew. Did someone just shit? There you go. Like, most people have, a, have, a, have a, a pop screen. We have a pop screen and a shit screen. So it's like double screened. <laughs> That's how we roll. <laughs> Beav, I want to tell you about a very good thing that happened in my life. Okay. A number of weeks ago, sub. Ew. A number of weeks ago, Subway has a Twitter feed, and a number of weeks ago, they were doing this, these this series of giveaways where they would tweet something on their tweet, and then the first however number many people, the first number of however first however many people to click the link and put in their email address at the at the target link, the first number of people who do that win the prize mm-hmm. and they did they did a whole series of these and the first time they did it the prize was a $20 subway gift certificate and mm-hmm. I did it and I won I got the $20 subway gift certificate and then so I said hey I actually I know how to win this I, I figured it out so <laughs> be fast yeah be really fast so then when I saw what they were what they were, they were next they weren't going to be giving away sandwiches or subway stuff they were going to give away a prize bundle of three PlayStation 3 games. Gran Turismo 5, uh, Mod, Nation, Mod Nation Racer, and Little Big Planet. They're going to give away a, the, all three of those games you know, as part of a prize bundle 
on their Twitter by doing the same thing that I already knew I could win. Mm-hmm. So uh, this time I got serious. And you don't know when they're going to tweet it, right? You just know what day it is. But you don't know exactly when it's going to be. So I set up my webpage. I downloaded I, – I installed a, 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 an, an add-on for Firefox, which would auto-reload every second. Bam, just by itself, auto-reload, auto-reload. And I sat there. And I had my, my uh, email address in my uh, – um, in my uh, clipboard on my computer, so all ready to go to paste it in. So I was just watching the computer as much as I could that day, and it happened. And I did it like in a matter. I, I just jumped into action. I did it so freaking fast, and I made it. I won. I won the three games, beef. Good job. And it's been like eight or it's been like ten or eleven weeks now, and they finally gave me one of them, Gran Turismo Five, and I'm going to celebrate by selling it on eBay. How much are you going to sell it for? I have it listed on eBay right now, and um, the, it has one bid so far. I listed it today, and the bid is forty dollars. And we'll okay. see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see where this goes. I know it's, uh, you know, I know it can't go above like fifty-five because why else would they buy it for me? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I stand to make some money here, Beef. I'm going to come out ahead on this one. My total expenses were very low. Yeah, absolutely nothing. <laughs> Pure profit. And I got my twenty dollar, uh, my twenty dollar subway. You know, once Little Big Planet Two shows up, I'm actually gonna play that one. I think, and I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna eat my subs at the same exact time. I'm gonna be in subway contest heaven, man. <laughs> you gonna take a picture and send it to subway? <laughs> Eating the sub and playing uh, Little Big Planet Two at the same time. But yeah, I think I think the reason I didn't get that yet because Little Big Planet Two was delayed. But there's no excuse for me not having Mod Nation Racer yet. Get on you that, should guys. do. You should actually take that picture, but put something completely disgusting in the background, <laughs> and see if they catch it, or just post it on their feed. Could have put a picture of Drac back there, <laughs> right? Got him. That'll show him. Beef. Did uh? Beef. Did anyone get the Donkey Kongs? Nope. I hear Maybe it's for uh, Christmas. I hear it's Banana Paradise. Banana Paradise. In terms of the rating you're going to give it, or just there's a lot of bananas in it, literally. Word on the street is that it's Banana Paradise. Well, Banana Paradise is a term we use for every game if it's really good. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> no, no, no. We have never used the phrase Banana Paradise. We, we frequently say four out of five bananas or whatever. Yeah, but that's not Banana Paradise. Cause nothing if, ever... I, if we never had a five out of five yet. If, exactly. if we did, I would have said Banana Paradise if we had five out of five. Well, now you can't because... That's the, that's the tagline for Donkey Kong Country Returns. <laughs> they say Donkey Kong Country Returns hyphen Banana Paradise. Wow. No, nobody has it. I don't have. I don't even have a Wii right now, dude. So no, that fell flat. I'll probably have it uh, soon after Christmas. Who knows? <laughs> Isn't it basically just Donkey Kong Country, but like, looks it looks like a Wii game now. Yeah, it's more of a good thing. <laughs> wrong with you <laughs> i drank the chocolate milk i told you already it's messed up <laughs> now, earlier today I, I burped like a hundred times because i was entertaining my three-year-old niece who finds it hilarious and like I, I felt strange ever since then it's messed me up so Beef. what what were you gonna say it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to talk about what Pete wants to talk about anyway, so just say it. Okay. No, I, I, want, I want Beef to finish. What were you going to say, Beef? What's so important? No, I, I was going down a completely different tangent. 
Uh, Beave, do you actually have this Donkey Kong game? And uh, I, do, you, do you have any thoughts on it? I don't. I was just... I was, oh, so, I was wondering so if anyone all things are non-starter. I was curious. <laughs> and then no one else has it, so... I thought you were opening the floor to discussion because you had the game and you wanted to talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're such a dick. No, I was just trying to spur discussion. When's the it last time... It is supposed you... to be pretty good, though, I hear. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about how good it's supposed to be. <laughs> from what I... From what... Here's what I hear. It's Beef. supposed to be good. Beef, come on. Playing Connect, Peter? Whoa! RJ, come on, man. Wait, what, what? What's going on? Come on, RJ, come on. It's a dance party. It's a new segment. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it replaces his old news segment. <laughs> come on, guys, come on. Yeah! We did some focus groups. Wait, here's my favorite part. Beaver beef. Oh, evacuate the beef floor. Beef, come on. So, what do you want me to, I don't know what you want me to do. Now, RJ, go. All right, let's go. RJ, come on, you. Yeah. Uh, uh. Flippity floppity flip. Yeah. Come on, beef. Huh. What I don't understand about this is... Now, Beef, go! <laughs> RJ Beaver, RJ Beef. Yeah. Why now, RJ. I have to buy a device for my Kinect in order to listen to music? That's what I don't understand. <laughs> what was that? Why do I have to buy a new device to connect to my Xbox to listen to music? I don't know what you're talking about. That's what the Kinect does, right? Connect is uh, a thing that like films your penis, right? It, I don't know. Does it have at penis least that's detection? That's what I did at Best Buy the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have technology that like that like detects the penis too, not just the arms? You'd and think and they would, so they could prevent people from whipping it out. <laughs> it, it puts it, like it blanks out the camera real quick, so they only see a second of it. <laughs> They make they have their their whole tech demo introducing Connect at some E three or whatever, and, it, and it, all it does is detects the penises of everyone in the room as long as they're sitting down. It, it like it shows them on the screen and puts a circle around their penis. Yeah, it makes a little like it's a circle. <laughs> yeah, it like highlights it. Look at the technology we figured out. It doesn't even cross do it. Else. It just shows. Well, here's the, here's, a, here's a legitimate question though. This is serious. <laughs> what the Connect does ostensibly is. It looks. It, it's able to kind of make lot decisions about what your arms are and what your legs are and what you're doing, and it and it relates to them. It relates them to the game, right, Beef? Yeah. If you're naked and your penis is waving around, <laughs> is it going to confuse the game? Because it's For, not it, now. You have five arms or five if, legs or whatever. If I was playing it, it would confuse the game, but not if you were playing it. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I want to tell tell the audience something. <laughs> For the first time. Earlier, uh, Beav was... Someone showed me and Beav a picture of a chick, right? I think it was RJ. <laughs> someone. Someone. <laughs> and I said, uh, you know, hey, Beav. Hey, the Beav. You know, I'd fuck that chick so hard my dick would fall off. I'd throw it into the ocean and then I'd bleed to death. <laughs> and then Beav said, Beav said, I don't think you could bleed to death from that. And I said, you wouldn't. 
<laughs> Get it? And then uh, I don't even know why I'm telling this, but it's like, yes, you would bleed to death. And I thought Beef said I'd go into the ocean and get it. (laughs) (laughs) I throw my my penis falls off the throat into the ocean, and then Beef goes no, and he just just throws himself off the cliff. (laughs) I don't know what the connect would do if you were naked. It probably depends on the person, but I'm just saying, is it possible that an endowed person could confuse the system? That's what I want to know. Well, I'm surprised no one asked that at the press conference. I don't think any actual, like, real people would confuse it, because even if you take an outlandishly ridiculous one, it's still not the same scale as a... Well, how about this? What if you're doing that thing where two people stand on top of each other inside of one big coat to make a super-sized person. <laughs> yeah. Would you be able to play when you're doing that, or would that confuse it? Yeah, no, I, I bet it would work, as long as it could see the arms of the person on top and the legs of the person on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Can it detect horses? Like animals and stuff? It supposedly can't connect... It can't detect, like, cats and stuff. So if me and you get together inside one of those horse suits where I'm the back of the horse and you're the front... <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't know. It, ha- it would have no idea what we're doing. Well, even though able, we're humans, you'd be able to circle the penises, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd have no idea what you're doing either. <laughs> no, I'd I'd be the back of the horse. Beef would be the front. RG would be the penis. <laughs> would it be able? <laughs> would it be know what we're doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I want to talk about Black Friday. Okay. Mm-hmm. It will Do probably guys... have passed. By the way. Before the show comes out, but that's no, okay. it'll come out by then. Um, so do you guys ever actually go out for the Black Friday? I did maybe ten years ago. I haven't done that in a long time. I don't see the point anymore because Amazon yeah. matches everything that I would just do. Everything about. online, man. Why would you want to get into a big clusterfuck? Come on. Well, no, I I don't. I was I was hoping that you guys didn't do it either. I don't see the point. I think Drax into it though. He was asking me if I was going out. He loves deals. Dracula. Yeah, but I love deals more than anybody. Drac just likes to do things that are like, you know, he he marched on, he did that whole political thing that one time where he marched on something. Oh, that's right. He likes to do that kind of thing. He likes to do those big public events. I forgot he marched instead of uh, recording that one night. Yeah. yeah. He had, he marched on something. Was it a Rage Against the Machine concert or something? Well, yeah, he was supposed to go to a Rage Against the Machine concert and that was canceled, so they decided to join some political rally instead. Mm-hmm. I think that's that? what happened. That's definitely Drac. Sounds Dracky to me. Yeah, Drac's I'm, supposed I'm to be just... here in a couple months, by the way. There's Beware. A, there's a Drac visit incoming, apparently. Mm. Mm. There might be a, uh, you know, a TZ where two of the people are actually in the same room. That would be weird. Drac's going over there. Supposedly. Nice. When's that going to be? It's supposedly March sometime. March, maybe I'll come. Big old party. If I'm invited. I don't know if you're invited. Oh. <laughs> last, time, last time I made a huge mess. <laughs> Not invited. We're still cleaning that up. No, it was actually Drac who made the mess. He stopped up your toilet, right? Yeah, that was gross. <laughs> you know, on that topic... <laughs> 
I want to go to sleep soon. I have a cold. I think we already are. That's why I haven't said anything. I just want to sleep. Okay. Yeah, I'm very irregular. That's why I didn't. That came in handy, and I didn't have to shit at your house because I don't like shitting at anyone else's house. It bothers me. So I, I was there like, I don't remember two or three days, and I didn't shit at all. I don't like people mm. shitting here, so it worked out. It, it worked out, I, and um, shitting is so fucking vulgar. It's just disgusting. You're I, just, and I put a sign on the uh, bathroom door that says "closed for repairs." <laughs> <laughs> if you have it's, people stay at your house, though, you know they're gonna shit in your toilet. It's pretty much guaranteed. You have to. I mean, yeah. R- R- RJ said he had some gross guy in his house, a friend of someone, and he took a shit, and then he didn't wash his hands, and he grabbed his 360 controller or something, right? Yeah, and I yelled at him. And RJ actually went after him for it. RJ, what, RJ didn't puss out. He didn't I had enough. Up. No, I, I don't even mean just that, but, like, you know that, hey, so-and-so, you're going to come stay at my house. That's the same thing as saying you're going to shit in my toilet. When you have to plunge because you stop up the toilet, there's never a time when you more realize that we're just fucking animals. We're not <laughs> civilized. It, it's just, it's, it's so, un, it's, we're animals. You yeah, have would to, an animal do that, though? <laughs> <laughs> animals don't use plungers. Okay, animals don't, but you know, because you, you, like no matter how civilized you think you are, no matter what class you're in on the, on the whole economic ladder, no matter who you are, if you plug up the toilet, you have to take the plunger and put it in there, and, and you have to touch shit with something that's touching your hands, and it's disgusting. It's the bet, least glamorous part of shitting. I bet some to... people don't have to do that, though. I bet Bill Gates does not unclog his okay, toilet. Well, really? So what, if, if Bill Gates plugs up the toilet, he has someone else come and play with his shit? Yeah. See, it's the great equalizer, because, I mean, someone who's rich should have the enough like pride and dignity that he doesn't want someone else looking at his shit so he's like that's 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 what i'm saying everyone has to fix their own shit because no one else wants anyone else to see their shit you know what i, I mean don't know. if i had enough money i'd pay someone else to fix my unclog or like, unclog my toilet like beef beef's an affluent person but if beef plugs up the toilet he's taking care of that by himself because he doesn't want anyone else to see his shit i'm not right that affluent it's, right? it's not because i don't want someone to see my shit it's because i don't have the money to pay someone else to do it ever ever make your girlfriend clean up your shit no. <laughs> would it be? Would it be if you let's say you took a shit and then it stopped at the toilet and you couldn't find the plunger, and then your girlfriend saw the shit? Would that mortify you, or would you just be like, "Yeah, whatever"? I'd be like, "Like whatever." Really? Yeah. Everyone poops. Wait, what if it's the other way around? What if the shit looked all weird yeah, and it had yeah. like little red things in it or something? Well, I have a whole separate story about that. But it, <laughs> it, it involves blueberry. I'll just put it that way. Oh, so you had you took you took a big blueberry shit in the toilet, and your girlfriend looked at it. Mm-hmm. Were you like, "Hey, look at this"? Did that actually happen? No, no, no. I I wouldn't like call her in and say, hey, "You're so you fucking gotta, uncouth." You got to check this one out. Wait, did you take a picture of it on your cell phone? Like send it to no, her? No, no, no. Say, look. I was at the restaurant, took a picture of my dinner, and she's like, wait a second, that Psych. doesn't look like it. Oh, no! <laughs> took a picture of my dinner. <laughs> no, Beef takes a real close-up picture of his blueberry shit, sends it to her, and goes, look what I just had at such and such restaurant. And she, what if she said, mm, looks yummy. <laughs> okay, if, if you guys eat blueberry or drink grape soda. You, wait, 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 did you say booberry or blueberry? Boo. Like blueberry cereal, blueberry. Okay, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Yeah, if you eat blueberry or drink grape soda, does it make your poop green? I, I think green poop means like. I mean, it doesn't. That's not going to make your poop green. Uh, I beg to differ. 
It would make. Why would it? Why would? Why would blueberry make your poop green? It makes no skins. Makes no, no skins. Anything with blue dye in it makes my poop green. Hmm. You must have a very fragile ecosystem inside that little body of yours, B. That's what I think. <laughs> so no one See, else nothing does this. Me. No, I, I, I. The only time I had weird poop was when I was sick or something. I, I never have green mm. poop really. No, it's perfectly normal. Otherwise, it's just green. Having green <laughs> poop isn't that normal, is it? Mm. I don't know. If anyone else saw my shit, I would, like, especially like a like a female character. You know, I'd be mortified. Absolutely. I think I think Beave might be uncouth. I mean, to be I I can't think of a sequence of events that would lead to someone seeing my poop. You Other, just said you called her in to look at your shit. <laughs> no, I did not say that. Okay, how did she see it then? What was the sequence of sequence didn't. events? You, oh, then what was the story? The the story is that Booberry <clears throat> turned my poop green. Oh, I thought you said that she saw it. No, no, no. Oh, this story sucks now. No, she knows about it, but she hasn't oh, seen so it. So you you uh. <clears throat> You told her about it. Mm-hmm. That's almost as bad. I don't know. You're kind of an animal. I don't know. You have green poop. You gotta tell somebody. I don't know. I don't like like doing something that animals do and then having to sort of clean up after it is what reminds you that we're animals. You know, like you have to plunge the toilet. Uh, it like reminds you of the fact that you did shit. That's why it makes you feel like an animal. Or what's the least glamorous part of jerking it off, Beef? The least glamorous part. <laughs> the cleanup. Yeah, the cleanup. That's the least glamorous part. The rest is glamorous. Mm. Right? I don't know if it's glamorous or not. <laughs> the least glamorous part is the cleanup. It reminds you that we're animals. You just feel like a jackass. You know what I mean? So, the only other thing I think it's very important to talk about today is whether or not we have any voicemail. Hmm. RJ? No. Pretty sure my track's having issues now, so if I don't talk anymore, it's probably best. Alright. Well then, leave us voicemail and shit. What's the number, B? I don't even know. <laughs> Alright, I'll play us out. <laughs> Wait. I have it in my phone. <laughs> play that I'm while gonna, I look it up. I'm gonna play us out. I'm gonna look up the yeah! Beaver, beaver, beaver. Beaver, 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 beaver. The voicemail line beep, beep. is 530454. 5389, which I think is 530 I like TZ. Alright, so leave us voicemail and stuff. And, uh, leave the comments. Wait, here's the part. Beaver, beaver, evacuate the beaver! Alright, now what's that? What? I'm pretty sure we ended. I'm gonna hit stop.